What's up, Wizards fans? Welcome to another episode of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. I'm your host, Jackson Filio, joined again by Chris Gehring of WashingtonWizards.com. Today we've got an interview with Capital City Go-Go head coach Ryan Richmond. But first, let's break down a little bit of this four-game road trip. Uh, halfway through it, started Friday night against Utah. Really competitive back-and-forth game. Wizards had it close basically the entire time. Uh, until about three minutes left, they're down three, and, and Utah closes on a on a pretty crazy run to seal the deal. Brad, again, you know, if you haven't heard, stayed hot. Uh, Forty two points, ten assists, five rebounds. Um, did a lot of his damage in the first half. Scored thirty eight of the Wizards' first sixty points, which is uh, just insane. Um, and then Sunday against the Golden State Warriors, and what looked like it was going to be Stephen Curry's return game turned out not to be. Uh, but ended in the Wizards' favor, a big-time win against the Warriors. Um, Brad goes for uh, 34 points, I believe, yep. um, and, and 34 breaks a eight assists. Yeah, just doing a little bit of everything. Breaks a 58-year franchise record with his 18th consecutive 25-point game. Let, let's start there, Chris. What did you see Sunday night? Yeah, f- five steals too. By the way, for Brad, uh, it's a it's a thing now where every single night. You can tell that he is on a mission to lead this team to a win no matter how he needs to do it. I mean, he he stepped it up on the defensive end in this game. Uh, the Warriors, they came out in, in early in this game, and, I mean, they were, they were game. They, they pushed the Wizards. They're shorthanded. Uh, the roster for this Warriors team right now is unrecognizable to anybody who's watched them in the playoffs these last few years. Draymond was out as well. Draymond also out for this game. So it's a, it's – it's one of those it's one of those games where it's a weird thing to say but it, it can be a little bit of a trap especially early in the game you let them make some shots you just it's some it's a slippery slope you don't want to go down and the wizards came out especially in that third quarter in that game and they really just shut the door brad was outstanding he was on fire early and it's just it's one of those things where he he got the wizards off to a great start davis Bertans hit eight three-pointers in that game to really shut it down and when, with the Wizards still in contention for this thing, they're still pushing. They they want to really make it make noise for that eighth seed. These are the games that you just have to get. They knew that it was a business like approach in this game, and I, I really appreciated watching it because they there wasn't there wasn't ever really a doubt in this game. And those are the kind of wins that you want to get, especially on the road when you're in the middle of a marathon, and it's just a good one to get and get back on the road. And now they have a a difficult back-to-back coming up against some te- two teams that have struggled, but just teams that cause some, some matchup um, questions. Yeah, definitely. And if, if in this back-to-back the Wizards can shoot like they did against Golden State, they will be in fantastic okay. shape. You mentioned Davis making eight threes. Brad made seven. They became the first teammates in franchise history to each hit at least seven threes in the same game. Um, they combined for 15 of 19 from beyond the arc, which is <laughs> absurd. And the team as a whole tied their franchise record for most threes in a game uh, with 20. That was tying the 159 to 158 Houston game that we seem to reference a lot from the yeah. beginning of the season. I think statistically we need some sort of a, a BC, AD exactly, yeah. statistical <laughs> yeah. structure for that game because that has just thrown off every bit of record keeping that this team has. But like we mentioned, franchise high and threes made. It was when you shoot like that, you're gonna you're gonna be in good shape. But you mentioned the back-to-back coming up starts uh, Tuesday night uh, against Sacramento, a team that has been playing really well as of late. They've won five of their last six and five straight when De'Aaron Fox is 
in the lineup. He will be in the lineup uh, tonight for the Kings. So, uh, you know, they, like like the Wizards, are pushing for that eight seed. They're um, amongst a, a pretty tight group fighting for the final spot over in the Western Conference. Um, and I, I think what makes them difficult is what Fox has to work with around him on the perimeter. they got some, some shooters that make it real tough to defend. Yeah, we talk a lot about great point guards in this league. De'Aaron Fox is still climbing that ladder. He's still getting better, for sure. Uh, he's been playing extremely well. The options he has around him, Buddy Heald, um, and company three-point champion buddy yes three-point champion buddy healed we should we should say and give give due respect but they they're they're playing really well and they're getting wins against tough teams by playing better defense than they've played pretty much this entire season um they held the clippers to 103 grizzlies to 101 pistons to 100 i know those are things those are all in wins they it's a you know you i think you qualify quantify a really good defensive night now as under 100 but anywhere around there in today's nba is a really strong defensive outing and they've been stringing it together which is is really impressive and you know they haven't shot the lights out every night they haven't blown the doors off of teams i mean they're winning they're winning close games but in a playoff push too those are those are all hallmarks of teams that you that you look at in a playoff push, it's like, okay, these guys are ready for this moment. They're ready for the push. They're not worried about playing in close games. They have some momentum. So for the Wizards, the, the Wizards are a similar team. They're trying to build that momentum, and it's hard to do it on the road. So yeah. we'll just have to see. Um, those th- those two things will clash in Sacramento. Yeah, and then Wednesday, the night after, close up the back-to-back against Portland. Both Sacramento and Portland teams that have been on and off, struggled a little bit this year, but if you don't bring your game, you're not, you're not going to beat them. Um, and you know, in the same way that the Wizards were teased with the possibility of a Steph Curry return on Sunday, uh, we have now heard that Damian Lillard could possibly be making his return as early as Wednesday. He's missed uh, a handful of games recently with a uh, groin injury. Um, however, CJ McCollum has filled his shoes quite capably. Uh, with Lillard out of the lineup, McCollum has averaged 33 points a game, eight assists a game, five rebounds. Um, and it has really helped them stay afloat in that stretch. And like I said, they've struggled a little bit this year, but they've got just a handful of offensive guys, Dame, CJ, Carmelo included, that Mm -hmm. can give you problems regardless of whether or not the other one's there. Yeah, lots of weapons. CJ McCollum has proven that he is more than just the sidekick scorer, borderline all-star type talent. He's He's very much an all-star level talent, and whether he gets there or not in the Western Conference, that's a whole other conversation in future years. But he's proving that his game has continued to grow over these over the years. Here, um, he can he's comfortable being the featured guy. He's comfortable getting all that attention that obviously Damian Lillard commands a lot of when he's on the floor. So, uh, a really good test to close this to close this trip. Um, two late night games, so we'll we'll all be <laughs> we'll all be losing sleep this week. <laughs> folks who are with the team all of 10 us p.m. back tips home for each game we should say yeah 10 PM both, both 10 p.m tips and so um yeah it's a great test to close this out and then we'll be home for for a pretty critical stretch of three games after that but yeah a really a really interesting way to wrap up the trip a lot of really good talent i know that we talk about that all the time in the nba but um especially in, in the guard in the sense of guards and we obviously have one of our own in bradley beal some really good head-to-head battles and head-to-head matchups coming up these next couple nights. Yeah, especially if Lillard comes back, it is a uh, could be an action-packed couple uh, couple nights for the Wizards. So, all right, Wizards fans. Up next, we have an interview with head coach of the Capital City GoGo, Ryan Richmond. 
All right, we've got GoGo head coach Ryan Richmond with us now. Coach, it was, I think, just about two months ago you were on with us last, and it was very different situationally. There were a lot of injuries on the Wizards' side, and all your guys had been called up to replenish the rotation and, and keep things afloat for the Wizards in that time. The flip or the script has flipped a little bit. Now you got all your guys back um, at full strength, the two ways, the assignment guys, your, your normal uh, – G League contract guys, how, how have things changed for you in, in the last couple months having, having the full squad down there? Yeah, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me. Um, well, it, it's changed completely, and that's something that I've learned throughout the year is that the season can change in so many different ways. And I heard recently from uh, the G- assistant GM in a- Atlanta for the G League team that there's really three seasons in the G League. You know, there's before the showcase after the showcase between the all-star break and then after the all-star break and it's just amazing how many iterations of a team you can have and how many different ebbs and flows of a season i think the key is just to try and stay level uh with your guys and with yourself and your staff is it weird that things kind of shut down for you guys during the all-star break when you know like you guys have your showcase in december correct and then so when that happens the guys that are participating you know are, are are busy and are doing things and that's like you said a little break in that season and then all-star break happens and your guys aren't you know a part of you know the all-star stuff but it, it, here's here's this break in the middle of the season how do you guys handle that uh we give them as much uh time off as humanly possible because i think we uh, it's kind of a joke but we all need it you know i think we all need it for our bodies and our minds just to reset because you know it's a sprint when we get back from all-star break our season's obviously a lot shorter uh than the nba season and uh, you know, we only have nine games left, and it's uh, it's a sprint to the finish. So we're excited to to kind of see how it how it pans out. You have, like like Jackson said, kind of have your team back together now. Some guys that have you've gotten some continuity, and that has turned into really a really a rebound for this team. Um, what what has been clicking from a team standpoint? Um, just in whether it's style. Um, getting guys back together if it's just as simple as that but what what has really helped you guys kind of right the ship and and now you're right in the thick of it heading down the stretch yeah i think uh i think just having the continuity has helped us and i think the guys have really gelled together and they've you know they've really enjoyed each other's success and i just think that's the biggest part of a team is like getting to the point where you're not about yourself and it's more about what you can do for the team and if you look at you know our bench reactions over the past you know 10 games you'll notice you know it's been good all year but it's just a different vibe within the team it's hard to kind of put in words but there's a togetherness uh within the team that's resorted you know resulted in wins and it's, it's fun to watch it's fun to be a part of and i think that's the main goal of a coaching staff and a head coach is to find a way to bring a group of players together that normally it's all about them it's all about us but have them mesh into being all about the team so it's fun to watch yeah i think that's been a a theme from the top down i think with the organization this year is that continuity and how much fun guys are having on the sideline and you know there there was that run earlier in the season uh you know for the wizards when there was wins against the the celtics and nuggets and heat and there were were just so many like you mentioned great bench reaction shots and a lot of those guys were, were your guys that you know have spent time down in the g league when it comes to the atmosphere around the organization right now and how much fun guys are having young guys getting better whether it's with the wizards or with the go-go you know you spend a lot of time around both teams practicing in the same facility how much easier more fun whatever it is how how much does that change things for you guys 
Yeah, I mean, Brad said it the other day in post game. I think it was last game about how it's how it's always been fun. Um, it doesn't take away from the fact that it's not frustrating, like he said, but it's always been fun because of the environment that's been created um, from our front office, um, Tommy and Sasha Brown, and obviously what Scotty does with the NBA team. You know, it just can't be replicated, and you can feel it. It's palpable in the building, um, and it's it's been great to be a part of um, for the NBA team to feel it, you know, after being with the NBA team, to see them um, have that camaraderie and then the G League team, it kind of filters down um, to us or across across the hallway, across the courts uh, to us, and uh, we feel it too. So it's been, it's been a great experience for everyone. How important is it too, like, when guys are in the G League, they're there's certainly, there's aspirations to go to whoever the parent club is, but there's also aspirations to go somewhere else you know there are so many situations Chris Chioza comes to the top of mind where guys get picked up they get oppor- they get NBA opportunities elsewhere how important is obviously what you put on tape what you put on tape on the court is is paramount people want to see how you can play but how important is it when you can tell for other scouts for you guys scouting other teams when you just watch you can see how together they are how what how important is that quality in a player when you're looking at somebody your team Particularly to, you know, on the NBA side, a guy who might only play whatever five, ten ish minutes has come off the bench. Um, how important is just that spirit? And do you work to like quantify that, or is it just something that you is it, it's 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 part of it? It's a great question and one that's that's hard to answer. But I think the to to answer your question on how important is it, I think I think it's probably the most important thing in in a lot of these G League players. Obviously, skill and you know grit is is critical but if if you're about yourself you're not going to fit as a 13 14 15th guy on an nba team it's just not going to work right. you know and you could feel that um with god you know if you have pure intentions um and and you work to get yourself better and you push your teammates and, and want the best for the team it's it's easy to tell and i think it's critical so when you guys started the season it was so back and forth i don't know how else to describe it other than you guys were just extremely 500 at all times you know you would win a game lose a game win a game lose a game win three of four then subsequently lose three of four like i think i don't know maybe it was 30 games into the season or something like that dead on 500 almost the entire way and then you coming off a, a tough buzzer beating loss uh monday night but prior to that there's a six game win streak mixed in there that thrust you guys back into the playoff contention that we will talk about here in a second but what changed for you guys now, some of it i would imagine is you know getting some of the guys back that were playing up with the wizards and stuff like that but it, it's, it's across the board throughout the rotation guys are playing better yeah i mean uh, we lost three in a row and we had two days two days off and you know before the season you always want to do team bonding events team bonding events and getting the guys together um but you know, when you're in the thick of things and you've lost three in a row, it's sometimes it's hard to really get outside of that and get back to team bonding events. But what I, why I say this is because our assistant GM, Scott Schrader, he, after we had lost our third game in a row, tough game at Lakeland, he texted me like, hey, I think we should do something that's not basketball related. And I was like, great, what do you think? And he's like, let's go to the district gaming practice facility and, and play video games instead of practice. I thought about it. I thought it was a great idea, and it was perfect. I've had a relationship with Patrick and Andrew already from from my time with them this past summer, um, and we went to their practice facility, and the guys just got together and didn't think about basketball. We just played video games and hung out and ordered pizza, 
um, and it was it was great. And I think it was a big moment for our season because it just you know it just brought everyone back together in a, in a situation where they're you know just comfortable with each other. And from there, we just started rattling off wins. And I think the continuity has to do with it. But sometimes the basketball part can be overwhelming if you just kind of hammer it all the time, you know, and I think sometimes it's important to kind of get outside of the basketball court and just talk to each other, you know, play video games with each other and just relax with each other, you know. Who's the best 2K player on the team? Great question. Who was the best? Probably our coaching staff was really <laughs> Our coaching staff was good. Our coaching staff was really good. FIFA, they also had FIFA. The guys were playing FIFA. They were playing NHL, the NHL game, which looked – I mean, I, I can't play, but it's fun to watch, which is amazing how it's fun to watch video games. I was I was introduced to Twitch like two years ago, and I was like shocked that people would actually watch people play video games. And I wa- I started, I was like, oh, this is not bad, actually. I can see how this is kind of go. fun. Self-promotion. Um, no, I love I love the district gaming team. I think they're awesome. They were at our game last night, um, and it was, it was cool to see them. Um, but I, I look forward to kind of working with them moving forward this summer also. Yeah, for those that don't know, uh, District Gaming actually had the number one overall pick recently, and their season should be getting started very yeah. shortly here. Season yeah, three I saw, is soon. I, yeah. I saw him shoot jump shots yesterday. He was actually solid. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he was solid. Well, you got to play the game a little bit. Yeah, play was, the game yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some some specific players that have, have seen action both with the Wizards and with the Go-Go this year. Admiral Schofield over his last five has been really, really good. He's played a ton with you guys recently like I said his last five games down there and eight of his last 10 and he's been actually leading the team in scoring I believe it's around 16 points a, a game or so what are you seeing out of him recently uh just his aggressiveness you know like with Admiral it's all about you know his his consistent motor and when he plays with a consistent motor good things happen for our team because it's infectious you know and that's one thing with Admiral is that the G League is perfect for him right now um in his development process because you know, players are good in the G League. That's one thing I don't think a lot of people understand. Players are good. Coaches are good. And if you don't bring it, especially someone like Admiral who's on an NBA contract, he knows that if he doesn't bring it, it's going to be a long night because guys in the G League are excited to play Admiral. They know he's an NBA player, so they know that if they play well against him, you know, it, it looks good for them. So, you know, with Admiral, when he plays with his, his tenacity and his competitive spirit, he's great. And that's just something that we need to continue to develop with him. He's been great. He's been receptive. He's been coachable. Um, it's been it's been awesome having him, and we just look forward to his continued growth. Yeah, I, I think his reputation is obviously that of, of effort and tenacity, like you mentioned. He's starting to shoot a little bit. Is is that something that you guys have stressed with him big time? Because he's the volume's there, but his his uh, you know accuracy has, has gone up and he's starting to look good from distance yeah no that's that's going to be a big piece for him too um is just consistently making shots spacing the floor and then making quick decisions on the perimeter and then moving the ball side to side um but he's he's been you know he's a really good worker he works all the time um sometimes you have to tell him to stop working you know like that type of guy so that's you know credit to tommy for bringing that type of guy into the organization um but yeah that's been a big focus for him the other one is Jonathan Williams. He was brought back to the organization, has spent a lot of time with you guys. He he can impact the game in a lot of ways. Another guy like Admiral, obviously a really hard worker, an efficient rebounder too, um, You know, maybe a little bit smaller for playing a four or five traditional big, but he can get it done. What's the what's the next con- next steps for him to be more consistent um, 
on both ends of the floor, but but to de- keep developing into a guy, obviously that the organization has been interested in for for a while and has worked to keep around. Yeah, I think with him, it's just kind of he does so many little things well, and he his game grows on you. You know, like you look down at the box score in the, the you know third quarter, you're like God, he's got. 14 rebounds and two blocks and maybe he's only scored like six points but he's a plus 14 you're like you know like having him on the court you just know good things are going to happen um i think his development wise just continue to work on kind of his offhand he's very left hand dominant um and he's really good with his left hand but if he can work on his offhand like we've been working on with him i think that's going to help him moving forward um he's got great touch around the basket and just being more comfortable being a playmaker with the ball um, you know, it's something he does pretty well, but something we could definitely grow um, with him. But, you know, his verticality at the rim and his ability to protect the rim has been has been really good for our team. What about Garrison Matthews? Yeah, Garrison, I mean, he's been, you know, Garrison does what he does. Um, he's he's hit a little bit of adversity recently, which is good. You know, we were him and I were texting last night and after the game. You know, he's a little frustrated, and he should be, you know, when you don't play the way you know you can play and and part of it's I have to help him more offensively getting him open um but you know I mean it's part of the growth like this is I told him this is great for you you should hit adversity like this is supposed to be hard you know and and for all of us coaches included players included it's not supposed to be easy if it was easy everyone could do it I know it's a cliche quote but it's the truth and I'm I'm excited that he's going through this because he's he's the type of of young man that's going to persevere and improve from it and that's what's exciting so you know he's going to work at it and he's going to be fine um but you know he's he's a threat on the court at all times yeah, that's, I think that's something that's great we saw it when he was up with the Wizards earlier yeah. this season he's so scrappy so tenacious that you know and his it was pretty remarkable to watch in, in that short time that he spent you know full-time with the Wizards his shot was falling I mean we mentioned a 28-29 point game against the Heat at one point but it, like you mentioned what like when that shot isn't falling like it hasn't been for him over the course of this last week what do you do mm-hmm. to supplement that and the piece of it to your point is like now everyone knows who you are so now you're on scouting reports you're a focal point of our offense now it now it's when it gets really hard like now you have to work and you have to be you know ultra aggressive in in more savvy ways at times getting to the free throw line making plays for your teammates you know different things that we're going to look at on film with him and we have been looking at on film and we're going to improve and that's what this is for right is this is this a point in the year where especially for the rookies like garrison like admiral it's a longer season than what they just went through with college and it's and it's not over yet i mean it's it's a shorter season than an nba year um but the the consistency of games and all that stuff is, is now a time where that can start to add up is that part of that adversity and is that is that even something you focus on or is it something that um you just know is going to be a good test for them as, as just part of that rookie experience yeah i think i think uh it's something that we probably don't focus on a ton but it's i think it's just natural that it's, it's a tough time in the year obviously because it's you know the season's almost over but it's also the time where your body and and mentally it becomes kind of a a drain you know but that's that's the beauty of this this is this is our job and it's important that we you know we're smart with their bodies we're smart with their days off we you know some days off we just like today like don't go in the gym you know like and it's not like sometimes it's like your mind needs that you know like go do something else besides basketball and sometimes that helps more than anything so let's look forward a little bit we got nine games left in the regular season you guys are 
one out of the last playoff spot in the East, for those that don't know, in, in the G League, six teams in each conference uh, make the postseason. Um, and the number one seed gets a bye on each, and then the others compete in a couple rounds of single elimination before the finals. So it goes quickly, but nine games left regular season. What do you guys have to do to inch your way back up to that that last spot at least? Yeah, we just you know we have to take it day by day, obviously, um, and and just work and control what we can control. You know, we're fortunate enough where we're going to control our own destiny. So it's great to be in that position. Like we've talked about, we've won seven of our last ten. Um, and and to to peak at the right time like we are you know obviously we dropped a tough one last night um, but you have to be resilient you have to move on you have to get better from it and that's what we're going to do we have two back-to-back road games two weeks in a row so we're going to be smart about our practice time and and how we allot our days off but I'm excited for our group because you know like last night was a big game for playoff implications but it's it's a i was telling our guys and our staff like it's a privilege to be in that game not everyone in the league is going to be able to have big playoff implication games because not everyone's good enough to be in that position not everyone has won enough games so for us it was a privilege to be in that game we'll have plenty more games uh over the last nine that you know they're all playoff games for us and that's how that's our mentality we've preached that to the guys the guys know the gravity of it and and it's fun for them because they're big games and that's where you see improvement and you see guys rise to the rise to the occasion all right coach well we know you're a busy guy we'll get you out of here on that for for wizards fans that have not gotten a chance to see the go-go play like we mentioned there's not much time left this season uh nine regular season games left only a handful of them home so get on out to entertainment and sports arena and see what these guys are are working on coach thanks so much for for joining us thanks yeah. coach. thanks for having me back all right, Wizards fans, that will do it for us today. As we mentioned, Tuesday night at 10, Wizards take on the Sacramento Kings before Wednesday night, also at 10, taking on the Portland Trailblazers. The team returns home to host the Atlanta Hawks on Friday at 7 o'clock at Capital One Arena. That game will be Pride Night. Uh, for all Wizards fans interested in attending, you can visit WashingtonWizards.com to purchase a Pride Night ticket package, which will include a limited edition Love and Basketball t-shirt and a flag, as well as access to a post-game on-court dance party. Uh, Riley Knox will perform at halftime for that game. Uh, some upcoming giveaways on the Wizards schedule this weekend. Uh, that March 6th game against the Atlanta Hawks. The first 10,000 fans in attendance will receive a Wizards-branded fanny pack. And on Sunday, against the Heat, the first 5,000 fans in attendance will receive a, a really cool wizard branded Rubik's Cube that's got uh, a few different logos and uh, faces uh, on each side of the Rubik's Cube. Uh, fans can visit WashingtonWizards.com slash weekends for a full giveaway of, uh, or a full schedule of the upcoming giveaways in, in the coming weeks that include beer steins on German Heritage Night, Davis Breton socks, and three different bobbleheads in, in the last few weeks of the season. All right, Wizards fans, we'll check in again later this week.